Good morning, everyone. It feels so good to be back in the U.S. of A. I was gone for about 50, 55 days, so I'm happy to be here. I got pizza in front of me and my wonderful brisk raspberry tea. No, that is not an advertisement. That's just the brand that I drink and I will always drink. I love me some brisk raspberry tea, only $9.99. I'm just kidding. All right, getting right into it. The topic of discussion for today is going to be meditation. <coughs> some people don't really know about it. Some people know a lot about it. Other people are kind of interested but don't know where to start. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> and I just wanted to start on a very basic level. Okay. Now, the source that I used for this came from Avatar The Last Airbender. So if you think that's bullshit, okay, stop listening now. If you're still a little bit interested, obviously continue, and I'm going to go through my morning routine with y'all after I work out. So number one, there are seven chakras in the body, and they start at the base of the spine and go all the way to the crown of the head, and it's above the head, okay? I'm going to walk through each one of them and kind of describe it on a very, very basic, fundamental level. If y'all listen to this and you end up liking it and you want me to go more in detail, more into detail, more in depth with it, please let me know. I'm more than happy to do that. Do that research for y'all and give another podcast about this. Before today, this is for the average Joe Schmo coming off the street. What is meditation? How do you do it? How do you feel? Explanation. Okay. So, you have your root chakra, which is the survival chakra, if you will, and that is essentially blocked by fear. The way to unlock that chakra is very simple. You simply replay all the fears you have in your life, or have had, and you accept them. You face them head on. You say, yes, I am afraid of this. No, I will not let it control me, or something along those lines. That's to kind of break down your, gosh, I guess most fundamental self, like your root self, and fear is going to be at the root of who you are and what you do as a person, right? <coughs> Golly. Okay. Sounds really simple. It's because it is, and it's why I do it. The next chakra you have is going to be the sacral chakra, all right? This is located, I don't know if I said it. Root chakra is base of the spine, yes. Sacral chakra is the pleasure chakra and is located right around the belly button area. This chakra is blocked by guilt. So again, just like with the fear, you do the same thing with guilt. You review, what am I guilty of doing? What do I feel bad about doing? And you work through it, you accept it, you tell yourself, you know what? That's gonna be okay. I have to forgive myself first before anyone else can forgive me. Because if you don't, then you just carry around this pit of, I guess, black sludge, if you will, and that's where it sits. You know, uh, If you've ever noticed, when you do something and you feel guilty about it, it kind of works its way, sits or settles into your lower stomach area. So that's that's what that is. The next chakra is going to be the navel chakra. This is located near the solar plexus, I believe. Yep. 
This is a chakra associated with willpower. How strong is your will? It's blocked by shame. Okay. Now, some people may think shame and guilt are the same thing. I can kind of see the difference. Some people can't. It's kind of weird. So, guilt is like, I did this and I feel bad about it. Shame is, I didn't do that and I feel bad about it. That's the quick distinction. Because if you think about it, your willpower chakra, what was defeated, excuse me, let me start that over. What defeated you? What did you not have the willpower to persevere through, to push through? And so that's where shame is formed, okay? You kind of feel it every time you don't do something and you miss an opportunity. And right in that solar plexus area, you feel like a shock, like a heat or something like that. That's just me, maybe different for you. Okay, the next chakra. The best one, no, just kidding. The next one is the heart chakra, or this is love, right? Located at the top of your chest, really where your heart's at, right? Duh. And it's blocked by grief. Grief can be categorized as many things. I always view it as people that have passed on into the next life or people that have cut off communications from you and you don't really see or speak to anymore. And that can cause a lot of grief, believe it or not. Having someone cut themselves out of your life and not be able to have that constant communication to them. You know, when, when someone dies, I wouldn't say it's easier. I'd say it's different because, okay, you know, in our hearts, we like to think they're in a better place or we know that there is no way that we can ever speak to them again. So there's a little bit of closure there. But when someone closes the door on you in your life, it can be sometimes worse because, at least to me, it's, hey, you're alive, I'm alive, and you chose not to speak to me. So there's that. Granted, if you hurt this person tremendously, yeah, like you deserve it. You did that to yourself. Again, something you need to work through in your grief, something you need to accept, like, yes, I did this. Yes, it was bad of me. Yes, they need to be out of my life. Or... I removed myself from their life because of how toxic they were to me. And grief can go both ways in that too. So keep that in mind. Again, a lot of these really first, or the sacral navel and the heart chakra have a lot to deal with forgiving yourself and accepting what is. Okay. The next one is the throat chakra. This is represented by the truth and it is blocked by lies. <clears throat> Every time I get to this chakra when I'm meditating, I feel it in my throat, you know, obviously, right? And oftentimes I'll let out a cough or like sometimes a burp, sometimes a yawn. And that is essentially that chakra opening up. At least that's what I think. And the lies aren't just lies that we tell other people. They're the lies that we tell ourselves the lies that people tell us <clears throat> so really coming to terms with that really facing that head on and saying excuse me not saying rather identifying what is the truth and what is not that helps open up your uh, throat chakra the next one is going to be your third eye chakra this is located right at the center of your forehead 
and it represents wisdom. This chakra is blocked by illusion. So where do you get your wisdom from? Wisdom comes from experience, making mistakes, things like that. You want this activated as much as possible so you can pull from your wisdom at any time during the day, during the week, or what have you. We tend to err on the side of our heuristics, right? Like what we've seen before, and that's where illusion starts. Stereotyping heuristics aren't always wrong. They're faster. That's a fact. But oftentimes our predispositions towards a situation can be blocked. And our true wisdom cannot shine through. So that's the illusion coming in. One of the illusions that I've seen is the illusion of age. We automatically think that if someone is younger than us, they have less experience or they don't know what they're doing. While that's true, 90% of the time, we're essentially blocking ourselves off from the 10% that it isn't true. So just something to think about. The final chakra, the crown chakra, represents our higher self, and it's blocked by all of our little attachments that we have. This one may be particularly hard for some people to reach, but essentially all you have to do is let go of everything that attaches you to this physical world. It may sound really hard, but it's actually not. Let go of everything that you own. Let go of everybody that is close to you. Learn to let go. Obviously, don't get to this chakra and then be like, hey, mom, dad, hey, fuck y'all, I'm good. I'm on the seventh chakra right now. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Learn to accept being detached from everything else. Know that it's okay if you're not part of this world, just for a little bit. That'll help elevate your consciousness above yourself and really just open up all the gateways to your chakras. So that's what I do. That's how I meditate. I'm going to get into a little more of it right now. But yeah, that's essentially from the base of the spine and the crown of the head. Oh, before I get into another thing, once I get to my crown chakra, that's where I plan my day at. Because I'm now disconnected from everything that would cause me emotional trouble or cloud my judgment. At least it is less clouded when I'm up there and I'm allowed to look at it objectively rather than subjectively. So that's where I, that's where I plan out my day. Like, all right, after this, I'm going to do this. 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 I'm expecting this at work. I'm expecting that at work. And then I'm going to come home. And then after I come home, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And it just helps me attack my day without emotions as things pop up so I don't react to them. You know, obviously, there's emotions in the day, but you get what I'm saying. You guys are smart. Okay. Now, there's a couple different ways that you can meditate. This is just one of them. Some people do it other ways. When I asked my Kung Fu instructor how to do it a couple years ago, he gave me this method, which I'm going to share with you all right now. So there's two ways you can sit. One is the traditional how monks sit with the cross legs. That's fine if you're into that, if you're flexible enough for that, or you practice and you want to get to that. The only important thing is that the base of your spine and your knees are touching the ground. You have those three points of contact to form that base. Um, the other way to sit is you get like a pillow of some sort, and then you kind of saddle it. And again, same rule applies. 
<coughs> your knees are on the ground and it's kind of really your feet are touching the base of your spine and that's the third point of contact as you're kind of jacked up knees are touching the ground and then the base of your spine is lowered like right between your feet and that's how you kind of want to do it doesn't have to be perfect it's kind of hard to stretch out those muscles but I prefer the saddle method it's much more comfortable once you get to either of those positions the rest is the same you're going to place your left hand on your left uh, thigh or left leg and you're going to place your right hand on top of it once you do that you're going to connect your thumbs together all right you're going to sit up straight you're going to angle your head at a 45 degree angle and you're going to squint your eyes when you close them and meditate you start seeing a bunch of weird black and white dots and it just gets crazy and it's really hard to focus so you want to keep your eyes open and squint them this prevents them from getting too watery and crap getting in your eyes once you've done that you need to connect your tongue to the roof of your mouth this completes that energy connection that energy flow that you're trying to get through from the base of your spine to the crown of your head and simply go through the chakras okay root chakra survival blocked by fear what are you afraid of so on and so forth that's one way to do it the other way how you meditate stays the same as we just went over and this was the original way my kung fu instructor taught me how to meditate i kind of strayed away from it and i just focus on opening up my chakras but this may work for you the next way <coughs> once you get in your position and you're ready to rock and roll you need to imagine your mind as a river it's a constant flow of consciousness right and every time a thought pops into your head Think of it as a leaf falling into your river. Acknowledge it and let it pass. While you're doing this, having that constant flow, you count your breaths. One. In your head, you don't gotta say it out loud. Remember, we gotta keep our tongue connected to the roof of our mouth. Two. However, every time your mind strays off and a leaf falls in that river, you breathe. One, two, what am I doing tomorrow? Oh, dang it, you must start over from one on your breath count. The goal for this is to get all the way to 10. Once you get to 10 breaths, you start over and go one to 10, one to 10. If you're starting this out for the very first time, start with 10 minutes of doing that. If you think that you're a little, what's the word? If you think you're not as novice and you're a little more experienced, go ahead and do 15 minutes. And if you're really into it and you have awesome focus and you're just the next Gandhi, 30 minutes. Excuse me, 20 minutes. Start there. Yeah, 20 minutes. Um, it's been proven that meditation really does help level you out and makes you tougher as far as like facing challenges throughout the day and things like that. Um, I think it was... Oh gosh. I honestly can't remember. I don't want to give you guys the wrong name. But I mentioned it in a couple podcasts ago. The, uh, the obstacle is the way. 
it does discuss meditation and how it can help you become mentally and emotionally stronger. So I highly recommend meditation for anyone. With that, the, uh, the breath meditation one, and there's obviously a bunch of other types of meditation you can do. There's thousands of books on it, hundreds of videos, probably the other way around, hundreds of books, thousands of videos, right? <laughs> when you do that one where you count the breaths, you will notice it is very annoying and you kind of pisses you off. That's why I had to stop doing it. But you become so much more focused on everything around you. It is insane. If you have a problem paying attention and you do this for a month, your attention span is going to go through the roof. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Maybe that says something about me being lazy and not wanting to do it. I don't really care, but that's just a little tidbit for y'all. I stick to the seven chakras because it's a little quick. I can go through them in about five to seven minutes, open up all my chakras, and then I'm ready to start my day. If that's kind of your case, you do that, you know, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, when you actually have time to sit down and focus, maybe switch it up. Again, totally up to you. This is your own spiritual journey. All right, I think that's it. Cover the chakras, cover the two ways that I meditate, I know how to meditate. Again, if you're more interested in that, please, please let me know. Send me a message on your unsolicited advice on my Instagram, and I will get back to you on that. Other than that, it feels so good to be back. I love all of you wonderful listeners, and yeah, that's what I got. All right, meditation. Go do it.